It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday the 5th of April. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Ferrier. Ukraine's president accuses Moscow of mass genocide. Every day we find people in barrels, cellars, and where else? Some strangled, some clearly tortured. And protesters in Sri Lanka descend on the Prime Minister's home. Times of London Daily World Briefing. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last. The Russian president, Vladimir Putin, has been widely condemned for his actions in Ukraine after bodies were found in Bucha with hands tied behind their backs. The Ukrainian president visited the area, which is northwest of the capital, as he left Kyiv for the first time since the invasion began. Volodymyr Zelensky claims 300 civilians there had been killed and tortured in a mass genocide at the hands of Moscow and vowed to bring any Russian soldiers who participated in the atrocities to justice. It is very difficult to talk. It is very difficult to negotiate when you see what they did here. Every day we find people in barrels, cellars, and where else? Some strangled, some clearly tortured. So I believe they need to think faster. That is if they have something to think with. Zelensky will address the UN Security Council to report what he witnessed in the area of Bucha, as he believes Russian forces are trying to hide the traces of their war crimes. But Russia says all footage of dead bodies has been faked. Leaders around the world have condemned Putin for his actions and called for tougher sanctions. The UK Foreign Secretary will meet with her Polish counterpart in Warsaw, leading the calls for Western allies to supply Ukraine with more weapons and impose more sanctions on Russia. France and Germany have expelled Russian diplomatic staff. Meanwhile, President Biden has said the Russian leader must face a war crimes trial. You may remember I got criticised for calling Putin a war criminal. Well, the truth of the matter, we saw what happened in Ukraine. This warrants him, he is a war criminal. But we have to gather the information. We have to continue to provide Ukraine with the weapons they need to continue the fight. And we have to gather all the detail so this can be an actual, have a war crime trial. This guy is brutal. And what's happening in Bucha is outrageous. Stephen Rapp is a former U.S. ambassador for war crimes in the Office of Global Criminal Justice. He's been speaking to Times Radio and said the process of bringing the perpetrators to justice remains difficult and there would have to be a political strategy to try Vladimir Putin. The cases of these, of these brutal acts in places like Russia, uh, and particularly if there's a whole pattern of them across areas that have been occupied by Russia, uh, a, a case certainly can be built uh, up, the, up the chain of command that, that could reach uh, uh, President Putin as well. British military intelligence reports that Ukrainian forces have retaken key northern terrain, forcing Russian forces to retreat from around Chernihiv and Kyiv. Instead, though, the fighting seems to have moved to the south of the country. 
It looks like Russia is now moving into a war of attrition. Askold Krushenitsky is a reporter from the Times of London in Mykolaiv. We've seen in other places, you know, Saddam Hussein uh, was under sanctions. People like that, dictators, um, their lifestyles aren't affected. Their people um, then suffer from lack of medicines or maybe food, but that percolates down um, slowly. If you're dealing with dictators who don't really care that much about their own people, um, then sanctions have a limit to their effects. The mayor of Kyiv has warned residents from the capital not to return just yet, as they're still trying to clear some explosive devices from the previously occupied areas. You're hearing the sound of tear gas and water cannons being used in Sri Lanka to disperse hundreds of protesters at the Prime Minister Mahinda Rajapaksa's private residence. This comes as President Gotabaya Rajapaksa dropped his brother as finance minister after calling for a unity administration and disbanding the government. The protests have been focused on the country's economic crisis and the role that the ruling family has played in it. Since 2019, Rajapaksa and several members of his family have run the debt-laden country, which is now struggling to pay for imports of fuel and causing hours-long power cuts. One protester, school van driver Apali Karanatalek, is not happy with the family that's running the country and is calling for them to be removed. This presidential job must be given to someone who has not done politics before. That person must be advised by intellectuals. He must be able to take advice from experts and ministries to run this country. The Sri Lankan president's ruling coalition has now lost its majority in parliament after at least 41 lawmakers walked out of the alliance amid growing unrest. On the way, a crackdown in bad attitudes in tennis, and Britney Spears is ready to tell it all. Times of London Daily World Briefing. In Australia, search and rescue teams have found the bodies of a British father and son killed in a landslide. The 49-year-old man and his 9-year-old son were killed by falling rocks while hiking in the Blue Mountains near to Sydney. Two other members of the same family, a woman aged 50 and another boy aged 14, are being treated for serious head and abdominal injuries. Here's Blue Mountains Area Command Acting Police Superintendent John Nelson. Uh, unfortunately, there's been a landslip whilst they have been bushwalking. Uh, as a result of that, uh, there's been a police uh, operation uh, that is in process as we speak. Uh, there is a rescue and recovery operation. Unfortunately, today, as part of that landslide, there's been a, a man and a boy um, that uh, have passed away in this incident. A 15-year-old girl from the same family survived. She left the scene on foot with emergency services. The sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has said that if South Korea makes any preemptive strike, North Korea will have to attack with nuclear forces. Senior official in the government and ruling party, Kim Yo-jung, said that the South Korean Minister of Defense made a very big mistake by discussing attacks on the North. A state television KRT newsreader read the following statement. 
We oppose war. If both armies fight each other, the entire Korean nation will suffer a disaster as it did half a century ago that might be more terrible no matter which side will win or lose in a war or combat. Kim Yo-jung added that if South Korean military violates even an inch of North Korea's territory, they would face an unimaginably terrible disaster. If South Korea chooses a military confrontation with us, our nuclear combat force will inevitably have to carry out its duty. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. With the latest on bad attitudes being tackled in tennis, here's John Jackson. Tennis officials are planning on stricter punishments for on-court misconduct and a clampdown on repeat offenders. There have been several high-profile moments in recent tournaments that have caused the ATP to distribute an internal memo about their plans. Australian Nick Kyrgios was fined $60,000 for a series of angry outbursts at the Indian Wells and Miami Open events, with many observers saying he should have been disqualified. German Alexander Zverev was thrown out of a tournament in Acapulco back in February after smashing his racket repeatedly against the umpire's chair following a doubles defeat. The ATP came under fire for what many pundits and fans perceived to be soft punishments from the governing body. And in the note, ATP chairman Andrea Galdenzi told players, we all have a role to play to uphold the reputation and integrity of our sport. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. The Queen of Pop, Britney Spears, has confirmed she's writing a tell-all memoir. In a recent post, she said the rumours were true and that she was in the process of writing a book where she will finally divulge all about the painful events in her life. It's after Spears regained control of her life after a conservatorship controlled by her father since 2008 was ended by a judge in November. There is no information on the release date or the publisher as of yet, but the star has said the process has been healing and therapeutic, even though dredging up past events for the memoir had been difficult. And finally, a team of scientists in Louisiana have made quite the discovery why vampire bats are the only mammal that can survive on a diet of just blood. Researchers from Tulane University say blood is a terrible food source, but a slightly different gene in the animals compared to other bat species means they can survive off the rich iron and protein source with minimal fats and carbohydrates. The living Draculas from South and Central America drink the blood of livestock or other animals at night. They're only three inches long with a wingspan of seven inches. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Tuesday, the 5th of April. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.